0: Oh. All right, gang, here we go. School stuff, Where isn't the, it? Stickers?
1: Oh. the stickers should be flying around.
0: Here we go. Sean, let it rip. Father Jesus, uh, I'm asking that you would open hearts tonight, that you would open the ears, open hearts, Minds to what you want to say to them. Um, I pray that uh, there'll be fellowship in this room. Yes. we we'll get to know one another more strongly. And then uh, you speak to us through Mike. Amen. 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 Hey, happy Mama's Day tomorrow for those that are mothers. Come on, give it up. Yay, yay, yay stuff and I include in that as well um, women that get a chance to hang out with kids, adults <laughs> and assume that role in some families where moms happen to be absent and so there's, there's, there's ladies that step into that role so I include that as well. Huge, huge role, I mean just real quick is I got a great mama. I got great two mamas, actually. One's here. My other mama, my biological mama, she lives in Tullahoma. And growing up, man, you know, most folks would have said that I probably looked more like her. And I think the older I get, the more people say, "Well, you look like your daddy now." And when I pass a mirror, I'm going flip. <laughs> I'm seeing Dan Bivens in the in the mirror, you know, and. Uh, Whenever uh, my mama comes on my mind, I think of her laugh. She don't laugh much as she used to. She has Parkinson's, but um, she still does laugh. And I can also remember um, playing Little League Baseball may man, I, I hit one out <laughs> over the green, green Cascade sign. And you could have heard her from Tullahoma to Manchester.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she never stopped cheering. She never missed a game until I went to Cleveland. Never missed a game. Always the loudest. And then I can remember... My mom here. First time I walk into her house, I've got rattlesnake boots on and Levi jeans, and, and I'm boasting about going to see Elvis Presley in Graceland. <laughs> nice. And I know. So she had to be pretty graceful to go, My gosh, who has my daughter brought home? You know, going to Graceland. It was a blast. If Isaiah Bull were here, he'd be up doing flips right now, wouldn't he? The thing that the both of them have always done for me is they've loved me big. So if mom thanks. Now I got a front row seat to that one. Who is the best mom? I know all y'all are good. I know you're real good. But I I've, I've seen this one. Mother 3. Just excellent. Still does. Thank you. So what I want to do tonight, is going to be, we're going to be on a roller coaster tonight emotionally. And we should be because, see, this is a safe place because a lot of times we'll go into places and we won't allow folks to feel what we feel, right? But that's what draws people to you is because you're saying my heart has been set free. And I want you to feel what I feel in the, in the fact that we're going to love big. And when we love big, we hurt big. If I don't hurt about anything, then I'm not giving up anything. Right? And so the first thing I want us to do, I want us to pray over women who, number one, who turn orphans into sons and daughters. So if one of the ladies would raise her hand and say, yep, I'll pray thanks for that. Would someone do that? I do want women to do this. Anyone? Way you go. Thank you. Number two, same thing, kind of. It's not. <laughs> That's why it's number two. It's 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 ladies that open up their homes for foster kids that they that they provide temporary homes for for kids to have a safe place until they find their permanent mom and daddy. Who would do that? Number two. Pray for foster mamas. Thanks, Mary. Number three, and this this could be a biggie, is that if there's anyone that I, I would just want us to pray over. Mamas who may have not been the best mom. And it doesn't necessarily have to be in this room, but it, we know that that is the fact for a lot of the world, is that unfortunately that there are some mamas that just they just, didn't, they just didn't get it. And the thing that we have to realize is that in their not getting it, they had this wound. I believe it more than ever that there was this wound that was just deep within them that, that got them to act out in ways that they just didn't really want to but they just couldn't help themselves. So if we pray for, for that, number three, and you might be that mom. You might be a mom that says, man, I've just got to quit comparing myself to people. i got to quit comparing myself to others. And so who would pray over the moms of the... Of the all right, Salita, thank you. And then last, man, we're going to close out the prayer in this and just giving thanks for strong women in our life. Just think of the strong women in your life because whatever role they may have played, even if they're an aunt or if they're just a teacher, I just love the fact that teachers are out there, man, because kids glean from you. And for seven, eight hours a day, you're their mama. You're their daddy. And they are soaking everything they can from you. So who would pray for the warrior? Just pray over the warriors of strong women. Who would do that one? Number four, mom. All right, so number one is, all right, and then number two is, Mary, number three is, Salita, and four. So we're all right here. All right, cool. Let's pray. Let it rip, Sam. Father, thank you for the hearts
1: of the men that you have called to raise children.
2: Jesus, I just I thank you um, for the mamas who foster kids, who take them in temporarily. Um, some do it legally through a system, and there are many who do it um, just by loving our people and um, kids that just need an extra dose of love, um, and I just thank you for that. I thank you so much for, um, too, like, just the grand and um, not having a grandma in their life and um, how you've blessed them with so many adults who love them that um, I don't even feel like there's a void um, other than just in our heart and missing her. And so I thank you for the people who step into those voids fostering um, also, Lord. And um, as she said before me, I just ask that you give um, those mamas and extra dose of strength, Um, loving, investing in loving someone, like Mike said, um, loving someone big can hurt, especially when you have to give them up, Mm. and you don't always know that you're giving them up to a good, safe um, situation, Lord, so I just ask that you give them um, peace as they go through that.
1: Be beyond your reach, so I ask that um, that you will lead these mothers to to a place of light, a place where they can um, give themselves to chance. Heavenly Father I thank you for the strong women in my life, my mother and my sweet mother-in-law, my mother-in-love. Both of them displayed courage when they lost husbands early to death and then both of them displayed faith and trust in you as they walked through and ultimately were taken by cancer. Father, strong women Are sitting in this room. Mm -hmm. They're here. They're looking to you as their father and the one that will keep them strong and keep them lifted with their heads high. Father, thank you. Thank you for the women in this room and all that they mean to each other, to their children, to those who walk with them. I love you, Lord. You are the best. Hmm.
0: Amen. 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 Isn't that strengthening? Man. To allow our hearts to connect like that. Isn't that cool? And so I want us to keep that theme going of, of the strong women and, and just think about this for a second and going, how are, how are not only the women in our lives that are strong women, but how are they so sure? What, you know, you'll hear this term, what makes them do that? What makes them be about that whatever? I mean, picture just for a second. We'll just mention a, a couple of, of strong women. What about Mary? the mother of Jesus. You ever thought about the ridicule? I mean, the actual venom that she received when she said that she was impregnated by the Holy Spirit of God? They just didn't go, wow, really Mary? <laughs> there was only a couple maybe. One was Elizabeth, and we know that her son, John the Baptist, leaked when she walked in the room. But other than that, she had to face the scorn of people every day, and then to watch her son do what he did and to follow through with it. Can you imagine? Where did the strength come from for her, for Mary? What about Mary Magdalene? What drove her feet out to the tomb that day? To be the first one to see Jesus when He's resurrected. To hear the words from the angels saying, Hey, He isn't here. He's risen. And how fast she ran to go tell the other ones. Where did that strength come from? Or maybe in more modern era, it would be like Susan B. Anthony. The only thing I knew about her for the longest was that she was on a coin. (laughs) <laughs> but when you start reading about her and, and just what she was about and, and helping the, uh, the slaves the abolitionists you go what drove her to that not everyone was going way to go Susan you're really knocking them out of the yard quite the contrary she was getting blasted did they ever waver I think they did. I think they had thoughts. I think they had thoughts like you and I have every day going. Lord, I don't know where she was in her faith, but for us going, Father, Lord, is this really the path you want us to take? This is screaming hard. And if you look back in history on that, if you look, take a look at Rosa Parks. She practiced to get on the bus that she knew that she was going to get kicked off of. She knew that she was going to go into the jail. She knew that she was going to get ridiculed. And there was others that went before her. And you know why they chose Rosa to go through the trial? Because there was something in her that showed that she could stand the trial. What was it? What about Mother Teresa? Mother Teresa? she's not much taller in this podium <laughs> is she not just the sweetest looking little thing ever you know and i almost want to think that mother Teresa came out of the womb looking like what she looked like when she died but <laughs> she didn't she was a young girl but can you imagine who fostered the love in her that started to manifest itself and when she came to bill clinton one day she said give them all to me You give them all to me. She was talking about the children that we were aborting at a rapid pace here in America. I'll take them all. To the fact that where she would say that love begins in the home. She said love begins in the home. And it is not how much we do, but it's how much love we put in that action. Man, what is flowing through these women? And how can we glean from them? Look at Matthew 28, 20, just for a second. I want us to get rolling around this, just for a second. Because here's where I believe that we can start getting on common ground with the the strong women. All right, Is that think about the conversations that you have with yourself through the day. Now look at me here just for a second. How many of us would be willing to admit that we know that when we start to have conversations with ourselves that we go, there's really something, someone, some area in our life that we know God is wanting us to be about. That there's just no question. We've been wrestling with it for a while. We've been pondering it. We've been thinking about it. and But for whatever reason, we're just reluctant to take the first step. Is anyone in that boat with me? There's a couple of hands. So three of us admit that, uh, that God said, hey, I want you to do something and and everyone else is slamming it.
2: <laughs>
0: is that what I'm seeing?
2: We're
0: Everybody's going, I'm not raising my hand because that crazy son of a up there will call on me here in a second. <laughs> I've seen that before. Bunch of sissies. I love it. Well, for Bruce, for me and you and Peter... This is just for us right now, and the rest of them are going to look in. Here's where I know that that you're doing. You're doing it too. And so the thing is, is that what we can start doing is that we're talking and having those conversations. What is it about us that's different about the women that did the next step? I don't think there's any difference. Here's what I want us to start um, pondering a second. Because, see, I believe they too had some of the same conversations that we have. But they had to take that next step to be sure. Right? There was some uncertainty a lot of times in these next steps in what and how to do something. And so in order to help myself through the not sure, i got to do something to be sure. Let's look at this verse. This is Matthew. It's Jesus. Just to set the scene just for a second. These words that you'll hear Jesus say are after the resurrection... And thereafter, he spent 40 days on the earth talking, teaching, coaching people up, letting folks know, hey, this is the new way. i got to keep reminding you, it's no longer the law, it's me. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Your belief in me is what's going to empower you. No longer have to do all the things in order to be right with God. You believe in me, you're set. You're signed, sealed, and delivered. You are secure." And so Jesus is just constantly coaching them up on that. And at the very end of it, look what He says in in chapter 28 of Matthew, verse 20. Teach these new disciples. I just love that. And so really what He's saying, teach these new students. Teach these new ones that you love. Teach these new people that you've been living life with. Teach these new creatures of new life to obey. In order to obey anything, gang, you've got to believe it. I will not obey anything unless I believe. And so, what is he saying? Look, teach the new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And I love these words. And be sure of this. And be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of age. Why did he say that? Any thoughts? Why was that so important for those to be some of the last words that he would ever say? Be sure of this, I am with you always to the end of the age. And so here's a quick question. This is a hand-raising deal. Do we believe God is for us? Yes. Absolutely. I do too. Do we believe that God knows us better than ourselves? Absolutely. I've got a verse to back that up. It's Romans 8. It's just one of many. It's Romans 8, verse 27. It says, and the Father who knows all our hearts knows what the Spirit is saying, for the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. It's those conversations. You remember? In that I'm going, Lord, I just really don't know what to do. And Jesus, I love having fun with this. I I like having a whole lot of fun with this because I'm in that point, I'm going, I really don't know what to do, Lord. And Jesus is going, hey, (laughs) he's kind of confused. He's up there talking, God, you see Bibo down there? He stays so confused. He, he, I love his little bald head, but boy, oh boy, does he wrestle. He just wrestles like crazy, doesn't he? And God's going, boy, he sure does. He sure does. Am I the only one? And he's going, man, he, he goes, here's what, he's, here's what he's wrestling with. And God's going, hey, I know. I made him. <laughs> I made him on purpose. And so it's all about me in that moment when I'm stopping myself. He knows us better than we know ourselves. And so here's what I want us to to think about. In your wrestling with yourself, fill in the blank. Are you afraid to say, Lord, I'll go anywhere that you want me to go? Is anyone afraid to say that? All right. Now, hands back down. We just, three questions said, God's for us. So what's the fear? Do we think that when, that when God fills in that blank, that He's going to send you to a place that you loathe? Do we, do we I want to say that again. So if God is for us, and I'm, I'm afraid to put my yes on the table, Lord, I'll go anywhere you want me to go. Father, I'll forgive everyone that I'm supposed to forgive right now. But are we afraid that when we put that in the blank, that we'll actually have to do it? That we're actually thinking that, for me, for whatever reason, Bangladesh comes on the screen. I don't know why Bangladesh comes on the screen, but I don't want to go to Bangladesh. (laughs) But why does Bangladesh come on my screen? What if God said, Bivo, I want you to go to Bangladesh? I've got a passport. And I'm praying like crazy. He doesn't tell me that. (laughs) Lord, please. And he's going, But Bivo, you just said I'm for you. You just, you believe I'm for you, right? And so in my moment of not sure, guess where I have to go to be sure? It's out of me. I got to go, I am with you. That's Jesus. I am with you always. Be sure of this, Bivo. If I do send you to Bangladesh, I am with you. It's not about you, son. It's about me living through you in that moment. What about for those of us that need to walk down a hall in our own home to forgive someone? I won't put that name in the blank because I'm afraid I'll have to do it. I'm saying release that. God's for us. And so here's the thing as we start to as we start to pull this all together. If God is for us, and we're a little hesitant to put the name of the person, place, thing, the whatever that you've been kind of wrestling with, do you really believe God is for you? Are you sure? And I believe you guys are. And so now when you get to help those that aren't, you point them to this and say, man, God is for you. He's for us. Here's how we can sum it up. If I can handle all my situations, if I can handle all of the places and the things of me not being sure in, then what's the need for a Savior? What's the need for... Christ of the Holy Spirit to come and, and empower me. You see, because there's a whole bunch of folks, man, that get the chance, and it's a beautiful thing, and this is where you get to really release yourself. You see, we're gonna get we're gonna pray over ML. ML, come on up. She's like crazy. Come on up. We're in different seasons for different folks right now, okay? And so, ML may be like us, and she's been a willing participant tonight that we get to pray over her. But see, I've had the front row seat of watching her not be sure and try to and keep leaning into the be sure. I've had a front row seat with Jamie that was really not sure at times do I go back to China? Finances were crazy. And I've seen a people rally around her to help her not sure, be sure, to show that the Jesus in you says, we'll be with you throughout the age. Jesus referred to Himself as the great I Am. That's the same way that God told Moses to introduce Himself to Pharaoh. I am with you always. There's a lot of people who didn't want to go to Bukharan and went. They made themselves... They turned their not sure into sure when they started to walk through it. What about you? What's the first place for you to turn your not sure into be sure? And it's not being sure of your own strength. It's being sure of the I am with you always. That's who gets the glory out of it. So let's surround her. Here's, here's what I want to do. Um... You ready? All right. Yeah. You want to tell everybody what you're, where you're headed real quick, kind of the time frame?
2: Um, I am I'm going, and I'm going to be a camp counselor for um, some girls in Mentone, Alabama, all summer. So I'm leaving Monday, and um, I come back for a little bit, but I don't get back until July 30th.
0: So I'll be gone all summer. Yeah. 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 It's a big deal because there's not going to be much communication. That's that's virgin territory for our family. You know, we've always been able to connect some way, shape, or the other, and so it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's us walking through the not sure to be sure, and to help let you in and help us walk get out together. Okay. There's others. There's coming in August. There'll be a big transition here. We'll have the seniors in. We're going to pray them out. But tonight, we're going to pray over M.L. She loves y'all. And we love her. So let's gather around her.